Hey there, welcome to something like that with Nav. Uh, yes, I am Nav. It's good to be back. It's good to have another episode for the show, the podcast. And uh, well, you know the drill, right? Every single show I say the same thing, which is to subscribe, to like, to follow, to do whatever you need to do and share it with as many people as possible. Because today I got an awesome show. I got a very, 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 very special guest on the show. And uh, to me, I would say that she is one of the best things that ever happened to the uh, music scene in Malaysia. I've been checking out for a couple of years now. And I ha hardly had a chance to meet her personally or talk to her personally, but coincidentally, Two weeks ago, yeah, I think it was two weeks ago on AEW session, she had a live session going on. And as of, as usual, she was mind-blowing. And I uh, might share that on this website uh, or this particular page here for you to check it out. So let's uh, bring her on board. And uh, I think I think the reason why she's awesome is because she might be from Ipoh. Uh, am, I get, am I right? Are you from yes, Ipoh? Yes, you are. I yes, am. my hometown was, girl. Hey, hey. I was in Telo Intan first until I was oh. eight years old. So shout out okay. Telo Intan and then Ipo. My dad's yeah. hometown. Hey, nice small town. Nice. And Ipo, how, Ipo, which part? Of, I mean, usually when you say you're from Ipo, there's always the follow-up question it's of which, part. Uh, which yeah. part and also which school. So let's yes. let's find that out first. So I'm from. I say like, wait, should I say this all Gunung <laughs> Rapa. Side. Oh, okay. Um, okay, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where's your, where, where do you stay? Or like, I was from uh, around the uh, Jalan Kuala Kangsa or maybe the Madagagad in that area. Ah, ah okay, okay, okay. kind of know Okay, for is. the benefit nice. of uh, those listening in, Gunung Rapat is the what that area, you know, when you pass Ipoh, you go, you see all the pomelos and one big stretch yes. on the highway, on the road. Yes. Okay, that's, that's Gunung Rapat but area. The... It's famous for that. Yeah. Correct. So where did you move in? Yes. Where did you move into KL? Um, and then, okay, so after Ipo, I was in Penang. Uh, I was doing my diploma in KDU. So okay. shout out Penang. I love Penang. Penang has half nice of my place. heart. And then, mm. and then I came to KL. Yeah. Yes. Yes, ah, but I will not do the accent because I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. So, but oh yeah, also I'm a convent girl. So shout out convent which, girls. Which convent? Uh, Main convent. convent main convent. Main, main convent. convent. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, every school, every boy school's only. hangout spot. Oh yeah, got per uh, parade. Yeah, Ipo parade. For the main reason they hang out <laughs> Ipo parade just because of main convent. But, oh. <laughs> yeah, back back in the days. This for me was ancient time ago, like when dinosaurs walked the earth. Like, but uh, for you, it's I think okay. it was what, five years, two, three years ago? In uh, no lah, quite a while ago actually. I'm also pretty. Really? I, I call myself a 185 billion year old dinosaur. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's the case. But, Imagine me. I should be uh, one of those. It's okay, that's good. <laughs> that's good. You know, national treasures. We're oh, all treasures. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that's a nice yeah. way of saying that you're old already. Okay, but no, okay. <laughs> age oh, but, is only a number. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what I try to tell myself, but unfortunately, the hand eye doesn't seem to feel that way. But uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just just out of curiosity, uh, I, I've seen you. I've uh, I've watched you perform. I've seen you on TV, on YouTube, your music. And the best part is this: it's like I hardly get to know you. I mean, it's like hardly anything about you. I mean, Maya Hanum. Who is Maya Hanum? So that's hence the reason why I actually wanted to have you on the show. Because I just want to get to know more about uh, Maya Hanum. And how did it, the whole thing start for you? You know, all those kind of things. The little, little, little busybody stuff. Mm, you know? I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for wanting to know. And thank you for inviting me on this 
podcast. Like a lot of Ooh. cool people have been here, so I'm one of the cool kids now. So yeah, woo. friends. So I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to label cool people. I just want to call them friends. So Everybody's you're another cool. friend who just go on, go on. Yeah. Go on, Mambella, Mambella. Yes. So tell yes, me, tell me, Maya, sure. how how did it all start? I mean, basically everybody has the origin stories. Like maybe mm. some family members were into music, or maybe some influence. Or as usual, the number one story is usually I played piano when I was three years old. I sang when I was three years old, and then one thing led to another. So is that the same for you? So I did not play piano when I was three years old. Okay, good. <laughs> but I've I've been singing for as long as I can remember. So oh. I've always loved singing. And um, as a kid in kindergarten, I would learn the nursery rhymes or whatever songs I knew or heard on the radio. Um, okay. And when people came over to the house uh, to like hang out with my parents or whatever, I'll be like, I'll go and whisper to my dad, okay, uh, advertisement break, advertisement break. So that, <laughs> um, and that would mean that everybody needs to keep quiet so I can sing a song for them. <laughs> so <laughs> that that's what used to happen. And my dad used to, so I learned a lot of oldies. I knew a lot of oldies like the carpenters and stuff because of my dad. Um, we used to have singing competitions before Singing competition meaning that I would sing a song and he would sing a song before oh. going to sleep. Yeah, so oh. that's the way he put me to sleep at night as a like mm, very nice. very young kid. Yeah, so nice. I like your dad very much. I wish my yeah, dad did the cool same guy. thing. Yeah, all my dad is said to shut up and sleep. Okay. <laughs> Asian parents. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those man. It's like everything mm. I had while growing up was don't talk, keep quiet, keep quiet, keep quiet. I think that's, that's... the reason why I talk a lot these days. Mm, it's okay. Now you have a podcast. You can talk yeah. any time. Lepas gram lah. <laughs> yeah. But for you, yes. where exactly did it start on the uh, professional level? So in Penang, um, I was okay. So it's kind of funny because I have I I used to struggle with nerves, very bad nerves. Um, yeah, yeah, and um, it still happens, but not too bad anymore because I think over time I've learned. Um, but I was doing a show in college in the foyer and I was so nervous now. My hands were shaking. Ooh. My legs were shaking. I was literally like this. And obviously, I, I messed up the song. Dude, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah. And then like out of the corner. So there were people standing in front of me, right? And out of the corner of my eye, um, I see this like cute little lady, um, Dasha Logan. Um oh. <laughs> And she, yeah, so we were in college together in, in Penang and, and she was a semester after me. And she was like. <laughs> and, uh... then like and then I was just like, I, was, I managed to sort of calm my hand down, but my legs were still shaking. But it still <laughs> messed up that show. And after that, I was so like, I was so heartbroken because I've always wanted to sing and perform. And like having nerves is like, it just sucks. So, oh, man. and I thought, you know, shit i'm not gonna be able to do this anymore like screw being a singer i can't do it and then the next day in the canteen she comes up to me hey you can sing huh and i'm like what <laughs> are you serious Ooh. after after that happened and she was like yeah you can okay um come over uh and to like there's this jam session in g spot in penang the g okay. hotel yeah so she invited me to go and do a song with her and this lady Elise, if I'm not mistaken, from London. So that was like my first time on a real stage with like musicians and stuff. So wow. I did lean on me with them, one verse. Yeah. And from there, uh, she got me to replace her on days where she uh, 
didn't sing on like in in certain places like uh, eclectic in Ferengi and Bagan. Uh, eclectic actually that's where i used to sing so then i got my first job in bagan that's how i got into it basically yeah okay so everything started up north i thought it was yes no so it's like dasha i, I shout out to dasha i i would not sort of like be on this path if it wasn't for her and also Roz and also penny uh from eclectic because wow. three of them kind of like i think they were really um pivotal in in me getting into this and doing it yeah it's good to have so the right company to actually give you that boost isn't it yeah it's nice uh, i think it's always nice when people are kind and and willing to sort of like give you an opportunity and just kind of believe in you i think that's that's always nice to have that everybody wants that and i think it's i'm grateful that that i got that but, love but the thing them. is this yeah. you were in penang you did all this you did all that singing but we're coming down to kl i did it how did that move happen it's like we used deciding that okay fine i'm just going to pursue singing because you do you were studying and uh, you're a mass comp student right in penang and yes i, sure I am pursued a new new career with your mass comp and stuff but then I, I, i've noticed that you have sung a lot you have, you have performed a lot how did you do that did that happen okay thanks um i appreciate you knowing that um so i actually was performing i was staying in ipoh for a while after penang and i was traveling back and forth to penang for shows and then i came to kl to do my degree so when i came to study here i tried to sort of get into the uh singing circuit and i did do a little uh, a few gigs here and there but then it sort of like there was some i would say personal things that happened and then i kind of dropped out of the circuit for a while and then in 20 and then i was working um i worked in 2016 or 2015 i was started working with this company called f talent and okay. they used to do acting workshops so it's communication and uh and acting workshops it, it teaches you how to communi communicate uh, using acting techniques which is really cool i met a lot of really nice people there and after that ended i was at this crossroad like do i want to do music full time or do I want to go down the corporate line and I chose to pursue music and so 2017 I think I kind of dove back in and just really started going at it and so here oh, I am. That's nice. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for making that decision. But of course, speaking of uh, act, communicating via acting, you've also uh, acted on stage. I mean, you were one of the winners for the um you're the one of the best actresses for Tall Dark and Handsome for the Shot and Sweet, yeah. right? Yes, you, are you still active with uh, stage plays and all? Because you've done quite a number of it. Um, I I did a few more in Penang. I think when I was back in Penang, in KL, not so much. Um, but in 2018, I decided to just um up my friend contacted me, Kevin Ng. Um, he was the director for uh, for that play for Tall Duck and Handsome, okay. and he was like, "Hey, Maya, do you wanna?" Because I used to do makeup and I I did special effects makeup and stuff, so that's how I met Kevin a while ago, and okay. he was like, "Hey, do you like want to act and try acting and stuff?" And I was like, "Yeah." And then this was a musical on top of that, so that's how that happened, and it was fun. It was a very good experience. Did you enjoy it? Did I, you did. Enjoy it? I, I did. I did. Oh. I learned a lot, and it was good, lah. It was just really fun. Did not expect to get the award, but I really appreciate it. That's amazing, yeah. short and sweet, because short and sweet has a lot of lot of uh, participants or other entries usually, and yeah. to, be, uh, to become the best actress, mm, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah, I I didn't thought about it. getting to movies. 
Um, I'd love to actually. I did um, I did a short like a short role, a small role in a series called the Singapore Grip. Um, okay. It is actually organized by. It was uh, under the BBC, and it's out there right now. But it's a really small role. But it was pretty interesting to be part of that kind of production on that scale. Um, yeah, so I was in Penang for a week for the shoot. So it, and they had costumes. It's really cool. Um, so if the opportunity arises, sure, why not? I mean, but it's not something I'm entirely focusing on in terms of um like career-wise if it happens that's because cool. you're an amazing individual it's like apart from uh, okay of course the corporate world a bit of corporate world down there then you have mm. your singing side of it you had acting involved in it and uh, one part of it you just mentioned you did uh, your makeup artist or may, may makeup specialist used which, to, which used was to do a makeup. little intimidating for me because before coming on this show i'm the kind of guy the only makeup i know is johnson and johnson baby powder <laughs> so it's like i gotta look good in front of this girl it's like you know i yeah, I know the. That's the only thing I know. I have no idea about that. But you still do that. Are you still into the? No, makeup? No, 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 no. I, I, I stopped doing make. I was doing makeup before I joined F Talent. So then I okay. joined F Talent and I was like focusing on that, and the makeup sort of like faded away. And then, um, and then I was freelancing again. And then when music started taking off, I was doing a lot of gigs. Then I kind of put that aside and focused on music. Yeah. Wow. And, and by the way, you have even... really nice hands, skin, so you don't, you're good. You're <laughs> good, boo. <laughs> I'm blushing. You can't see this on this video. I'm <laughs> blushing right now. The beard is a bit covering it all up. <laughs> but uh, thank you. It's so fabulous much. beard. Oh, yeah. this is one of those things. This this is the main reason why I keep this is because to make that, that double chin disappear. It's ah. nothing to do with style. It's just but you carry it fat. well, though. It looks good. Yeah. You, you've groomed it really well, your lines and stuff. So. Just for this particular podcast. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> have to, like, have to, because after knowing it's Maya Hanum, it's like, you know, starstruck a little bit down here. It, so I have uh, to be at my A game. Uh, you know, I have to do it. But the thing nice, is, like, you, nice. you, I'm fascinated with all the things that you do before even diving into your music side of it. You even mm -hmm. have a blog, uh, Serendipity at Midnight. I do. You, yeah, it's a, pr a pretty interesting blog. Uh, rather, I think it's the only blog you wrote at the moment. Which yes, is an amazing one, which is a, a beautiful. I like one of the captions in the, that particular blog, which sounds like this. Uh, especially you wrote about fear, right? Fear <laughs> is an emotion that is inbuilt to the fabric of this reality, used by some to gain power and control, but recognized as others as a necessity to learn and grow. Painful, perhaps, but valuable. The conquering of fear creates liberation. That's an amazing mm -hmm. part. I, that was my favorite paragraph in the whole blog. Are you Thank active you. in blogging? So I want to get into it. Uh, I have not been very active on it, but I do have a lot of material that I'm that I kind of I kind of need to sieve through. Um, I think it's something that has been in my mind and something I really wanted to do for a while now, like years. So I have a lot of like I journal a lot, so it's all written in books, ton of books. I'm yeah, so publish it, I, publish it, get it out there, get it out there. <laughs> I will. I'm I'm glad you enjoyed the article though. Yay. Yeah, yeah thanks. I think and also I've noticed this is jewelry. Is there anything this woman doesn't do her? Uh I I try. <laughs> I think you so, try. Yeah. You uh, you you got music, you got acting, you got jewelries, you got blogs, you got singing. Ah oh, man, you got performances and all. It's like you're a very busy bee, aren't you? I try to keep busy. Uh and I think 
it's it's all to do with art and i think my my ultimate dream is to just create art and um live off my art if that if that makes sense i think most artists have the same dream but um so i think different streams and just trying out different things kind of it's 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 open different doors and 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 also different doors in my head to learn new things so that's pretty cool yeah nice very nice so let's talk about a bit about your music uh because yes. the thing is i have always tried to uh, figure you out in the past sense that your sound of maya hanum because you not only sing jazz uh or maybe contemporary stuff you also are involved in some of the sound songs like uh, rap tracks and some of the uh, a bit of reggae if i'm not mistaken with dr Shetty, <laughs> which shows we featured in there and a yes. bit of rock i think it was rhythm nation if i'm not mistaken mm -hmm. one of the tracks involved there and you've done a lot so how how if i would want to say maya hanum what's the sound of maya hanum so um it took me a while to get to this point to decide my sound per se but um it definitely has soul and so i started off in jazz in penang i used to sing a lot of jazz and oldies and as i progressed i tried out different genres because i um i just wanted to try and see what my voice could carry what my voice couldn't carry and opportunities lah i think it's good to always try and learn and and put yourself out there why not you know uh, at the end of the day you can only the miss i i i saw or heard this um this being said like at the end of the day you regret things that you don't do rather than things that you do so even if it's a mistake it's better to make that mistake and learn from it rather than not do and wonder so i kind of went down that path of just experimenting and trying um but personally i would say my my music is very it has soul it's a little bit i would say art poppy i think because there's um there's some tracks that i haven't released that are a little bit they have industrial sounds inside uh, <laughs> and yeah so it's it's very interesting cuz i've been listening to a lot more metal uh since i met easy this was okay. this is like recently um i think in 2020 a lot of metal um different types of metal and and the world of rock or metal is so amazing you know it's yes. it's it's, there's, it's so diverse and yeah. it's i think it's not there's not enough credit in a way like at least for me like it was like wow this is awesome because like there's theater there's theatrics involved and there's like melodies and like it's so beautiful and one of the artists i really like aurora um she, her music is really like uh, she uses a lot of harmonies and 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 sounds and she's also influenced by one of her favorite bands is gojira and i'm like hell that's really cool you know <laughs> yeah so i think in my music i i because i'm not really an instrumentalist i'm a vocalist and okay. this is my instrument so i like playing with harmonies i like playing with melodies that kind of groove and also kind of like bring you into kind of just make you sit and ride that wave you know so i yeah i i in, in in a way you can say that uh, through the years of singing you've actually pushed the boundaries and trying out the different sounds and uh, it, it is quite interesting because when i was, i watched you perform on uh, AEW i mean i was there mm -hmm. as like body shade and all the other tracks going in from the yo yo yeah. your single all the way to different range of it i was like man this girl is awesome fantastic <laughs> i'm saying keep using the word awesome pardon me for that but it is it is a fact because you have the range but how are you planning to take your sound after this 
Because so, like, like you have an album, Breathe, Breathe is your, well, album is upcoming. It's a single. Breathe is yeah. your first single. Mm-hmm. And uh, that has a different sound altogether. And uh, Breathe, okay, for the benefit of the listeners, Breathe is a track, let me put it this way. If you had the toughest day on the planet, if you're feeling so stressed up, so worked up, you know, you had one of those lousy days, Breathe is definitely one of the tracks that you want to put your headphones on, crank it up as loud as you want can, and listen to it. That's it Yay. calms you down tremendously. I guarantee you that. Don't believe me? Go to her page and try to get listen to the song. Thank you. Yeah, I, I I'm glad you feel that way. I mean, I wrote it for myself as well. In that sense, like I was, it's 2020 was really heavy. I think for everybody, so it kind of just came to me, and it was a a self soothing song and then i was like you know i i liked it and then um i showed it to to easy and like a bunch of and he's like release it you know so that's what happened so yeah nice. Nice. and it was mixed and mastered by the guys in siren so shout out siren studios you guys made it sound amazing it's yeah. nice because what, oh. what what amazed me was uh, even when you did the performances on the aw you actually brought in a singing bowl yes Yes. yes, you brought so, in Singapore. It's like, okay, this is one of those meditative kind of music that, you know, I, I heard the song before, but I didn't really pay close attention to it until uh, watching after watching you perform. And then, okay, I decided to put on my headphones and then within 30 seconds, it really calms you down. 30 yay. seconds into the song and it just gets you super relaxed. It's a mm-hmm. good track. I really love it. And uh, Thank you. Uh, to talk about the track, I really want to talk about that, uh, especially after knowing the fact that you like animals, you like nature, you like everything beautiful. You know, you, you, you're kind of... And good. not so beautiful. Anything lah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, you're, I you're think a fan beautiful of is relative. Gaia itself. I am. I am. Mother Gaia. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mother Gaia. So you, you're a fan of that. So did any of those things influence your track Breathe? Oh, for, for sure. I mean, um, fun fact, the crickets that you hear in Breathe or the night sounds, the ambient sounds uh was recorded like i recorded it with my recorder i walked around the neighborhood at like do something in the morning <laughs> just walked as close as i could to like the trees and got the sounds and yeah and and this and siren studios kind of helped uh clean it up and put it in the track and that's why it's there so yeah. i'm happy you only got that that cricket sounds and the night sounds instead of any other sounds at two o'clock no in the la. morning but... <laughs> it's your intentions you see you go with with good intentions you tak yeah, imagine halfway through putting it in the recording and then you listen to it it's like hey ade apa kabar ade maybe they, maybe it'll be like ade chill ade everything's gonna yeah, be like, okay sabar ah. ade, sabar ade. <laughs> ah. no, no, but it is a beautiful track it's like uh, is that going to be happening for uh the entire album itself, because I know you're you're uh, compiling tracks. You're going to be releasing tracks uh, really soon. Yeah. Is that the theme for the whole? Uh, is is it an album, right? Or is it? Uh, no, it's an, it's just an EP uh, for okay. now. So I actually wanted to break it into two parts because financially also it's a, a bit more doable. So three songs and another three songs. But I might just do three songs and then maybe singles. I'm not too sure about that yet. Um, but the songs are in the works, like That's that's kind of what I'm focusing on, and the version of "Breathe" that you hear on AEW and also "My Pentas," um, we okay. we did the the songs on "My Pentas" as well, um, is different from the original "Breathe" in the sense that I got Sylvia Wong and Jamie Gunther and Malcolm Ambrose to play on it, so the 
it's it's richer in sound and layers and it's I think it's beautiful it sort of evolved from just me playing the guitar which is amazing and I think I think as I've been on this journey of creating and and making music I I kind of tried to I've been trying to release that fear of like oh I need to be on this trajectory I need to do it this way I need to be this way it's kind of just okay let's have an idea let's have a path in front of us but also explore and see okay. what comes out and and that's why like when you say how how do i put myself in a box i understand that there is a very important question to answer and <laughs> i've been trying my best to answer the best i can do is like compare myself to artists that i would like to be on a playlist on together with so that's okay. how i i you know i can sort of um answer that and it's in my profile like um so like Su- sundrop garden aurora um you know Jine Aiko, like those are people I or Eliana Havas. I think it'd be really cool if you were to listen to my music, listen to their music. It has that same sort of energy and vibe okay. to the songs. Yeah. So I mean, is this going to be happening for the rest of the singles that, or rather, tracks, rest of the tracks coming out? Because, like I said earlier, uh, like the thing is, Maya Hanum, you have a range, you have a variety of sounds when it comes mm-hmm. to performing. So. Are you going to use that into your EPs or is this going to be the same theme along with their, all the influences that you just mentioned earlier? So it's going to be in the same theme as those influences and breathe. Like you could listen to it at one go. It sort of tells a story. And with flowers, it's a bit more, um, I would I would, I would, would say popish or mainstream. People would relate to it. A lot of people do relate to it, which is great. Um and I plan to put a bit more harmonies inside so it sounds richer in sound. And um, and so the three songs I'm going to release are not as dark. They kind of explore the lighter side of emotions or or the higher emotions that you feel, um, which okay. is like love, love and loss, um, but not too dark. So after these three songs, it's going to be songs that are a little bit more heavier to explore. It's basically, it's exploring human emotion that's nice. i feel how it's been yeah and and i i don't want to shy away from putting out songs that are darker in essence but at the end of the day if you listen to it you're going to know it's my voice and my sound i hope that nice. makes sense I'm, i am yes it is it is it is yeah. very much i think that's what we need at, at this particular moment a bit of enlightenment uh and also some positive messages and positive feel after what everybody's been going through for the past two years at the very yeah. same time, you also have to look into the other side of you. Oh, play with emotions a bit. That's nice. That's the yeah. best part about listening to songs. You want to get feel connected to it. Yeah, but and and the thing is, I I think we shouldn't shy away from heavier emotions, like and and especially because things have been pretty chaotic. So there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of sadness that we feel. But I think. Like there's such a thing called toxic positivity as well, where, you know, you have to be happy or you have to be positive and that's not healthy. So it's okay to feel angry because it's such a good emotion. It's strong and it's because you know something's not right and you want to, your, your body and your mind and your heart knows you've been wrong in some way and it's just telling you, this is not right. We deserve better, you know? So it's it's okay to feel that and then, learn how to channel it out in a sort of healthier way that doesn't hurt you or anybody around you. Um, and music is definitely one of those ways to channel. Definitely, because 
Emotions are basically a defense mechanisms that our mind creates to prepare us for the situations that we face, whether it's sad, happy, but, uh, uh, angry, fear, scared. It's all yeah. just nothing but a defense mechanism. Your brains are telling you, preparing for you uh, for the particular situation. So you have yeah. to embrace it. You have to unleash it. Don't bottle it up because that will mess you up big time. Hence the That's reason true. why you see my Facebook posts. I just blabber all the way so I can sleep yeah, well at I'm night. And but the thing is, that's the thing. It's good to release it, but also there's, um, I think learning to ground yourself in those emotions and sit with those emotions will allow you to release it in a way that's not sort of a, like attack, like releasing a bomb. Does that make sense? Like yes. you can release that anger without attacking. You can say what you want to say without attacking someone. And it's okay to disagree. It's okay to have your opinion that's different from somebody else's as well. You know, I, I think it's important to have that discourse and communication about those things. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was talking about a couple of days back in one of my posts. It's like everybody has these issues of, uh, you know, if I don't agree with you, that's it. You're a bad person. You know, mm. you're the villain right now. If you don't agree with me, if everybody agrees with me, I'm the hero or you're the hero. Mm. It's just that everybody has this difficulty of uh, agreeing to disagree. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to talk about it. It's like, it's it's fine if you don't agree to the situation. It's just like, as long as just listen up. Listen up what they have to say. Yeah, you maybe you're right. And I think maybe it's because we're not uh, equipped or maybe taught to process emotions. And, and sometimes when you're, and a lot of times when we start attacking or we start like, hey, why don't you understand me? And I want to fight with you. It's because it's governed by, I'm hurt. I need to push back, you know? And sometimes I think it's like, we need to learn as a collective to, to sort of like sit with this emotion and understand, am I being triggered because of me? Or is it something the other person said? Because a lot of times what we feel inside is what we see in the world, actually. So, I mean, I, I, that's something I, I feel so... Yeah. You sure you just did MassCom, not psychology or something like that? <laughs> MassCom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, but you, you say they're the right things, of course. A lot of things that we take for granted in, in our daily lives, things that yes. we don't want to face, things that we don't want to, uh, how do I put it, customize ourselves to it and how to handle it. That seems to be the number one issue lately, uh, especially mm -hmm. the past one to two years. Some people are too angry, some people are excited. Frustrated, well, the list goes on. And uh, for us, for musicians, uh, some of them tend to put it in their songs, but uh, it all depends on the listener how you want to interpret those songs, right? But the, and I think yeah. it's also hard. Like, it's easy. It's, it's, the thing is, like, I don't want it to be, like, a bad thing that people are feeling this way as well. It's okay to feel this way. The whole world is basically went to chaos because in 2020 because of this thing that hit all of us. So, as a collective, we all were going through heavy emotions. It was hard. So some people maybe dealt with it a little bit better. Some people were forced to deal with things that they did not recognize or didn't want to look at or, you know, didn't know was there. You know, so it's it's hard to deal with all those emotions at the same time. Um, and sometimes you, when you don't know how to channel or you haven't been taught how to process or you don't even know that is a way of processing things, it it becomes harder. And then what do you do? Can like sakit exactly. kan when you're in pain sometimes it's hard to see it's foggy or you yeah and so, it's not as easy yeah. as it sounds because uh, especially this particular period of time uh, meeting up with people socializing it's not really that uh, active at this particular moment so you're basically alone mm -hmm. by yourself 
and most yeah. of the times. And if you want to communicate, the only furthest message you can do is either you have a Zoom call, a phone chat, or WhatsApp, or whatever. Betul. But it's not without that physical contact or face to face. It is. Yes. It, it does take a toll it's on many kan? people out there. Yeah, yeah it's I, I've different. Come across, I've come across some of the PR, even musicians and some of the singers are pretty well known. I think you might have known them also. Mm-hmm. One of the number one problems they were facing is I nev, I miss touching people. I miss hugging people. That yeah. physical contact, you know, holding hands. You know, when I yes. meet up, I want to hug them. It's like without that, I feel so. You know, like something is missing. It's so frustrating when that happens. And this this is yeah. a very bubbly person. She is a super bubbly person, and for her to say that is it, it is pretty sad indeed. It is because I mean we are creatures. We are community-based creatures, you know. Every I think, personally, for me, as human beings, um, all of us seek two things, which is purpose and belonging. And in that belonging category is that sense of community, that sense of, like, being loved and being accepted. And then when you... And being... That hugging... Hugging somebody is such a powerful thing, you know. Some people don't like to be hugged, and that's okay, too. But... Some people who are more extroverted, who are used to going out, used to meeting yeah. people, of course, it's harder for them. Especially when you're grounded at home, you, like or you know, yeah. you can't meet people and share that energy. It's it's harder. But on the flip side, I also believe that uh, learning how to spend time alone is very important. Like some people, I mean, and again, this also comes from a place of I would say maybe privilege because some people don't even have the privilege of thinking about that. All they're thinking about is surviving. And I respect True. I respect that. That's really hard. Um, but if you are able to, I think spending time alone is really important because it kind of makes you face things about yourself and it, it allows you to learn how about yourself more than you would when you have a million things going on and people around you all the time. Yeah, especially when it comes to musicians or stage mm-hmm. performance, it doesn't matter, comedian, uh, MC, DJs, what are the things uh, they miss out on always like... It, that's taking a toll on them is feeding off the energy of a crowd. It's like, you know, you perform in front of an, an audience. It's not, it's not the same as doing it via live stream or maybe the, some Zoom chat or something sharing like Sharing that. that energy, yeah. Yeah, sharing that energy is like, without that, you feel empty. It's like you feel like something's missing. No, no, you can try to say that I'm okay, I'll try to do something else, divert your attention, but at the end of the day, you're just living in denial. That's true. I mean, the thing is like, it's... It's it's a different kind of sharing energy when you're doing it through a screen. And even now, like you and I are sharing energy. We're connecting. You know, it still feels good. Yeah. You know, we're, we're sharing good energy. And that's great. I got great. my dream come through. Yay! And I got to do this <laughs> and you're so happy. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so it's the, it's a different form of energy. But like, obviously, performing live is a magic by itself. Yeah. It, you know, that's because... I don't know, like also depending on the song you sing, like when you sing a happy song, everybody's having good times, like boom. And when you're singing a sad song and you can see people, maybe some people just go there to find, to just be and listen and just absorb and to to feel what they can't feel by themselves. Because that's what music does, right? Sometimes it helps us bring out things. Exactly what I do whenever I check out bands. mm, So yeah, so you understand that kind of magic of live performances that it's just, and and also with the band being on stage on stage with each other playing that kind of magic and the chemistry it's it's beautiful to share that moment and that that energy and synergy with everybody and and put it out there so that's that's really cool yeah yeah it's quite hard without seeing that also but how did you overcome this 
since the start of this whole pandemic? Because I know there were there were cases. I mean, from time to time, there were some openings with uh, you know some say shows and some mm -hmm. a bit of busking and all the other stuff. But it wasn't the same as the usual uh, proper mm -hmm. full performance. How did you handle mm -hmm. uh, the, that situations from last year till at present time? What did you do? How do you cope up? Uh with it? I mean, it was hard, obviously. Um, and also because I think like you have a trajectory. Personally, I had a trajectory in my head of where I was going and what I wanted to do. And a lot of things sort of planned out in 2020 in my calendar. Yes, I'm very okay. old school. I use a book and I write down everything the in the book. The <laughs> so yeah, so it helps me remember. I, I wake up I'm like, oh shit, okay, I got this tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, so um, it was hard when that sort of, suddenly like you know but at the same time i think i was also looking for some downtime internally and i needed it so that was good lah. It, it was a struggle but um at the same time you slowly learn to adjust i think humans are very resilient creatures and if we we, we are capable of so much more than we acknowledge sometimes and yeah so i mean getting through it was just focusing on other things focusing on writing music um you know just relearning how to channel the energy that you have inside yeah. basically uh, that's yeah. pretty much nice because if, if you were back to the busy schedules of doing show assuming no pandemic took place do you think that you're done whatever you're doing right now like you're not sitting down writing music and things like that? i would have i would have it's just it was be it'll be different i would have but it'll be different you know like um it's just a different form of energy, like how much time you spend, where your mental head is, your headspace is, it would be slightly different. But um, maybe I wouldn't have written Breathe, you know, and I, I'm pretty, it's a very simple song, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say, oh, it's the best song out there. But it's a simple song that was meant to just tell whoever is listening to it that, hey, it's going to be okay. It's hard. I see you. I hear you. I feel you and you're not alone and i think as well i feel like it did that and i feel people do feel that um and that's to me that's yay you know that's basically what i wanted Mission to do accomplished. with it yeah so it's it's a process progress is a process that's what that's what i believe so but i'm gonna keep I was going i was also curious because the sense of breathe was what 2020 uh the yes i released it in 2021 uh january this year yeah oh, sorry, i wrote it i wrote it in 2020 it's okay happens <laughs> you've been in the scene uh, for a very long time uh, to be mm -hmm. precise okay for, for long enough like to say and uh, you've been on stage many times different styles of music you have done collaboration you've been uh, mm -hmm. featured in many tracks like well one of it was of course the muda track with sassy ultimate then you had yes. Dr. Shakti and uh, the list goes on. You had a long list of people that you collaborated with and mm -hmm. also featured on. But what took you so long to write a song and come up with your own EP? Okay, Why so the Why the long wait? Uh, so I have been re writing songs for a while. I think 2018, I started diving into it properly. Like um, just sitting down with my guitar and just writing a lot more songs. But I think it was also mustering up the courage and... <laughs> Um, and just getting over that hurdle. I think that's the, the biggest, the, the hardest thing is to, to do sometimes is to start. And it's always this fear, it's, it's not going to be good enough or like it's too simple and then people are expecting this, people are expecting that. It's kind of like just letting all that go and just 
going like you know what it's Just at the end of the day yeah and like it, it's okay it's okay to fail i think that was one of the biggest lessons i learned and and sort of like had to, to tell myself it's okay and nobody starts off being great you know it look True. at how far you've come from where i was dude like when i was in school like I was so nervous to a point when somebody plays a note on the piano, I will sing a different note because I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm overthinking that note. Yeah, okay. you know that's how bad it was. And and over the years, there have been experiences that I mean, any musician or any performer can tell you. You know, you will experience different things as you go along, but they shape you. You know, and that they don't define you. Your experiences, bad, uh, your bad experiences do not define you. And that's such a powerful thing to recognize. It just makes you stronger. There's no such thing as mistakes. It's all about experience. Yeah. You experience things differently. What can you learn so from about... what happens, basically? Yeah. It's all about taking yeah. the first step. Because the thing is, like, uh, I've, I've, I'm amazed because the sense of the style of music, see, I keep using the word amazing, amazing. I don't know why. I've got to start <laughs> reading again, man. Uh, I'm sorry about that. Okay, uh, I, I have this, this thing where I say, I hope you like this song after every song or be uh, before I start every song. So it's, <laughs> it's like, like I mean, this gets stuck inside. It's like for today, those... the word is amazing, amazing. Yay. I don't know why I like that word so much. So I keep using it over and over again. i got to start, start <laughs> working on my dictionary and my thesaurus all over again. Uh, it's almost, yeah, I almost forgot what I wanted to ask you. It's like, uh, I'm sorry. oh man. No, okay, uh, talking about the music that you release, mm. are you the kind of person who's uh, very particular about, or rather worried about the trend that's going out there? Or you just like want the people to feel, to experience Maya Hanum's music? Because I've known a couple of people that are personally on the musical side, they have the different sound, different style altogether, which is fantastic. You know, but you, before they put it onto a record. But the moment mm -hmm. they come up with their song, the singles, uh, something to release out there, they have this insecurity, worried that people might not accept it because that's not the trend these days. So they switch everything out, turn to something they're not. Just mm. a bit of elements of their their sound is still there. So are mm. you one of those or are you just like, hey, this is me, Maya Hanum. This is my sound. This is what I'm going to give you. I'm I, not going to give you what you want. I'm going to give you what you need. Are you Ooh. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> um, I think... I think every artist kind of struggles with that. It's it's a hard question because putting out your art is a very it's a vulnerable state of being, you know, scary. But that's what makes it powerful at the same time, I guess. Um and to be honest with you, I think one of the reasons why it took me a while to release stuff was also that because I didn't feel like what I had was what was in trend or what was out there and what sort of like people expected out of me but i didn't know how to write that it wasn't okay. me and and then it was more like it's okay it's okay to just do you boo and just put whatever you want to put out there and i think also um hanging out with the boys from Berdosa and mothlash um i've known them well i met them in end of 2019 i think yeah, in 2020, knowing them throughout the year and, and stuff. It's really opened my perspective to a lot of things. Like, shout out Izzy Mavani. Um, he showed <laughs> me a lot of music that also kind of expanded my horizons in the sense that it's okay to kind of mishmash, use different things. Why not? It's art, you know? And, and, and like, I think he's the one that kept repeating to me, it's okay to 
it's okay to be wrong even if it's wrong it doesn't mean it's going to be wrong like just try and put yourself out that it's okay and um and yeah and just like like Berdosa for example right the type of music that they play is not mainstream and a lot of people if you don't understand it are, are going to judge it from the outside but if you listen to it musically it's beautiful and it has so much meaning to it and um and it was inspiring because it gave um a voice to people who may not have been able to speak up about things that they wanted to speak up about you know and i think that's what um so far from what i've learned uh, like a lot of metal music a lot of punk they they do that you know it's it's about being yourself and, and just breaking Expressing boundaries it's okay yeah and it's beautiful you know to me i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah that's so, what you should do it because yeah. like, even though i was talking to easy uh, during your performance i was having a nice mm -hmm. chat uh he's he he i'm sorry i had a chat with him previously with his band moth flash i'm looking yeah, forward to chat with but 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 dosa hopefully soon because easy is an awesome guy to chat with even we were talking nice, about nice. Uh, things like certain things are not appreciated in a certain location but when you mm. go somewhere else everyone starts appreciating because mm -hmm. you didn't expect that you was like you're focused on one particular uh, target true. audience down here and you, you don't realize that there's another big market out there that Correct. wants or needs your kind of music so yeah I think that's why we should start exploring this. This true, yeah, yeah. Things. Yes, yeah. exactly. I mean, I've had this conversation with him before. Like sometimes we get, we get stuck in this perspective, you know. And there's a whole world out there, and this applies to everyday things, not just music or anything. You know, sometimes we we get stuck in either patterns or you know comfort zones, and we think that this is it, but it's not. There's so much more out there, you know. And even if it touches one person. I think that's pretty magical as well. You can pat yourself on the back if that happens. That's, that's you know that that's pretty cool. That's, that's the reason. One of the reasons why a couple of uh, artists from here, Malaysia itself, are making it big time on the other side of the mm -hmm. world is because their uniqueness or having that unique particular sound that was different in both sides. It's like everybody yep. over here. I'm not. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong. It is how it's supposed to be. It's a pattern. It's a marketing technique. But sure. at the same time, you should be brave enough to take it further, take it to another step, yeah. and try to look into things that's not usually looked at, even in the mass marketing perspective. Sure. And the thing is, like, it's not wrong either. Like you said, you know, like everybody's on their journey. Sometimes that's what they want to do. Sometimes that makes you happy. Go exactly. ahead. You know, why exactly. should we judge somebody if they want to release a song that's super poppy? If that makes them happy, if that's them speaking their truth, at that point in time of their life and then they, they want to change and evolve why not that's okay Go too ahead. and yes. also like um yeah yeah and it, and it's really cool like like with moth flash they're working on their album and all and seeing how there's so much heart you know everybody's so fired up and they're like really putting in the work and the thought and the fire in it and it's very inspiring it was very inspiring for me as an artist to see that as well and yeah i think all that played a role in in like releasing originals and like putting it out there it, it was on my things list of things to do in 2020 like i i wrote the, like i write goals <laughs> and oh, that nice. was one of my goals to to do and it did it did happen so i'm, I'm very grateful that it did yeah good for you because the thing is the good part about this oh. pandemic is like Sorry. it gave it gave a lot of people the opportunity to uh, think differently reinvent themselves you know, it's like I, I've discovered a whole lot of things happening from since 2020 till today. It's like mm -hmm. the more artists I get, got a chance to chat with the music that mm -hmm. I've discovered. Like, uh, for example, if it wasn't for this pandemic, I don't know whether we have uh, would have had the chance to uh, 
uh, discover Alena Murang. Did I mm-hmm. got the name right? Okay. Alena Murang is amazing. Her, yeah, her, she's I mean, like her visuals, especially for the later song, is beautiful. Really, then, such an yeah. amazing job. You see, those kind of things, you started paying more attention to it instead of the usual tracks. And then you have people like Maya Bayou coming up with it. Yes. Kind of like a style, her feel. Oh, and all. yes. So She's you see, like, a lot of things, yeah, lot of things <laughs> awesome. have been discovered during this particular yeah. period of time because there's a lot of live stream that took place and a lot of artists came out, out of it. Yeah. And also, I think there was a lot more discovery because people were spending time at home. And when you're on the internet, what else are you going to do? You're going to watch movies, sure. But you're also going to listen to music. And then you start discovering different music, different bands, not just like locally and internationally. And and that's beautiful. Like, you know, how people started connecting with each other. Some in some ways on a on a sort of personal level. Like it became less about the 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 fluff or not the fluff but the the glitz and glamour there was also a human element of like you see people being themselves behind the glitz and glamour which is also cool you know nice it's yeah. it's different because we've been so accustomed to the uh, monotonous way of music how it sounded how it's mm-hmm. being played where it's being played conversation bands so we tend to forget all the other guys who were actually behind the scenes who are still in the game but Mm-hmm. And he got that so-called, uh, I wouldn't want to use the word exposure, exp- something to, another word close to discovered, you know, those kind of things. So, but thanks to live, yeah, yeah pretty much. So mm. thanks to live streams and all that home sessions, live sessions from home, a lot of them were discovered, which is fascinated. I, I was so fascinated with it. Hence, one of the reasons why I started this particular podcast is just like, hey, mm-hmm. I like it. You should listen to it. So get to know them. Yeah. You don't have to be a fan. You don't have to be a person with millions of followers or thousands and thousands of views on YouTube. You just got to get the music out there because you never know. There's somebody out there waiting for you and your mm-hmm. music and your music, your style could impact them in ways that uh, words can't describe. Yes, it's magic in its own way, which is really cool. And I think it's great that you're doing this and just talking and providing a platform to friends and musicians and people and artists, you know, I think I think it's really cool. And I think the way you do it is really nice as well. So it's not like a interview, interview, it's chilled and, you know, you find out and you talk and you listen. So good job, you, for doing this. Thank you, thank thank you, you for doing this. So yeah. For those uh, people who's listening in, if the sponsors out there, you want to throw in money, go ahead. I'm not going to hey. stop you. Um, yes. Why I said it was nice. Why I said it was good, so throw <laughs> the money in. <laughs> just kidding, just yes. kidding. But the thing is, it's it's nice to know where, where people as yourself because the contribution that you have made in the music scene, it's, I don't know, words can't just express it, man. It's like I've seen you, you perform, your range, the, your style. I was like wondering, it's like, this girl does rock, this girl does hip-hop, this girl does, she's into rap tracks, she's into the R&B tracks, she's into the jazz style. Man, the world should see who is Maya Hanum. More people should see, more people should experience it. And uh, speaking of experiencing things, when is the rest of the music coming out? Uh this year, uh, I think towards the last quarter of the year, I would say. Um, but also, like, I think, yes, I, I did, like, some rock and hip-hop and all that. And and it was very interesting and reggae. And I'm very thankful for all those opportunities to collaborate and work with those people. And it also allowed me to try and evolve from there. So for now, I, 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 I'm grateful for being in those worlds. But... I think I found my own world, which is beyond 
um, or like a slightly different world from where it was as well. So, yeah. And and the thing is, like, I come from a like not just an artist point of view. It was I'm a performer in a sense, like a live performer. That's my bread and butter. So, um, switching from performer to artists for creating music for the sake of creating music that is something I learned actually in 2022 kind of pivot back to where we were and um, I think it's a really interesting state of mind to kind of be in as a well a new experience yeah. new feel yeah evolution of sorts I nice. guess yeah. nice I'm definitely looking forward uh, hopefully mm -hmm. all the tracks by year end at the quarter right so we're October November around there yes oh, earlier right. I hope but we'll see yeah. It's not too far away. Time flies really, really fast. Yeah, and, uh, it, there's been a lot of delays though because of the yeah. MCO, so recording and well, stuff. But okay, you know, just building curiosity, just get to fine tune mm -hmm. things, use the time yes. for it. But I'm just, I'm just also curious of one thing. It's like uh, you've been on stage with several great sessionists, several great performances, mm -hmm. uh, and also like, like we mentioned earlier, you had collaboration. But if you were to come up with the next, assuming your next set of music, your next EP or whatever. You have people in mind, the top three people that you love to collaborate with. For a change, they are featured on your track instead of you being oh, featured on theirs. Oh, this is such top a five. heavy question. <laughs> top five. I mean, um, wishful thinking, wishful thinking. You mean like locally or internationally or up to you, anywhere? Up to you. Anything's oh, possible. With this day and age That's with technology, true. anything is possible. That is true. I mean... So many. I mean, I mm. if it, top of your head right now. If I would just ask you top three, la, top three, the first. Ayo, three I people. cannot lie because if I say then, then I'll be like, oh no, why didn't I mention this? Or, oh no, I'm not being fair to this. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> okay, overthinkers no around the in world. No, in no particular order. In no particular order. Random pick. Okay, let's let's make it a little easier for you, international and local. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are. You are putting me on the spot. Um, yeah. no, because uh, the thing okay. is, they, 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 as, a, as a performer, as a singer, there are times that you would like to uh, take it further, your music. You just like to push the boundaries sure. a little further and you want to have those kind of people involved in it. So who would it be? Sure. I think, I think the artists, internationally, the artists that I mentioned earlier, so like, you know, people like, people like, Aurora, Soundtrack Garden, etc. But the thing is, like, right now, I think the reason why it's hard for me to answer this question is also because I have kind of gone down the route of being featured and featuring, so, so, so to speak, being featured. And yeah. at this point in time, I am in a headspace of just creating without thinking about, um, about that. Yes. Okay. So it's not that I don't want to work with other people. I would love that so much. Even local, international, anybody. Like, it's music, man. That's awesome. Um, and I'm open to different genres or different collaborations, but not moving away from what I'm doing right now and where I'm going. Um, yeah, so I'm open to it. But as of now, I think my headspace is in a place where I'm just focusing on what I want to bring into the world and just write and create and just share yeah so You're and then having your little me time uh. yeah i'm very much an introvert <laughs> i'm very much an introvert are you yeah. are you yes i'm a little turtle that likes to sit in a shell i'm a hermit crab so you, yeah you don't sound like it don't look like it <laughs> I, I i do come out i yeah but yeah 
So no, but seriously, the first time, the first, the very first moment I met you, the conversation was like as though we knew each other for a very long time. Yeah, I like mean, I do. I love meeting people. Don't get me wrong. I love meeting people, and and I, I genuinely enjoy it and connecting with people. You know, I I, I genuinely do enjoy that. But um, I also really enjoy me time. So okay. I recharge, and then when I'm in the headspace, I go out and I meet people, and I want to. My my goal in life is basically I would I would like to live as authentically as possible, just be real. You know, like there's so many. It, it's sometimes it's hard to be real, but it's it's good to try to just live your live your truth, lah. Basically, and that's something I I try to do in practice. That's yeah. nice. You know, I seriously got to go back and just start rewriting the definition of introvert and extrovert these days seems huh. to have changed very very much it's no longer like mm. what it used to be but it, mm. it is awesome it is fantastic and of course uh before i wrap things up we all want to talk a bit about your live performances you did something with my pantas recently right you yes did i did with correct i did a recording with my pantas it's an episode featuring my originals um and it's done really beautifully it was done in ankasa space um and um they basically it's it's really cool uh, and you can buy a ticket for seven ringgit to go and watch it and then uh we'd get a cut of that and it would be amazing nice. so go and watch it if you're out there and you wanna like check out my originals being played on a drum set and and, a, and all that yeah I'll put it all on this page here, so I'll give them the link Thank so people you. can just click on it and just check it out for yourself. So, well, uh, I'm definitely looking. Any other of your upcoming projects? Um, after my pantas right. and your, of course, your singles. Anything yeah. live performances coming up? Right now, at the moment, no. Um, it's mainly, um, mainly my music. But uh, I would love it if people could follow my blog, Serendipity at Midnight, and also my Instagram page, Serendipity at Midnight. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm in the works. I'm, I'm learning. I'm working on some handmade stuff that I want to curate and put up there. So if you guys want to check it out and want to see my blog, then please go ahead and like Ooh, yes. give it a follow. For the fans yeah. of jewelries, you got to check that out. That stone, it's from Peru, right? Um, no, it's from Turkey actually. So I got Turkey, my okay, yeah, and and I'm also going to be stocking this thing called Palo Santo. I don't know if you've heard it. Um, it's a type of incense, um, uh, but it's ethically sourced from Peru. Um, I okay. got it from a friend who, who got a bunch of it, and I'm also going to be selling that. I love it so much. I use it with so much respect and reverence for that stick because um, it smells amazing and it and it really helps you get into a good state of mind. So yeah, and it's natural. So really check cool. it out. Check it out. I'm going to put yes. all the links in this particular page for you to or just click on and check it out for yourselves because the stones mm -hmm. are beautiful and there's, there's chains Thank and you. all this kind of stuff. Too bad I don't really wear, uh, I look really bad if I wear one of those, but uh, for the ladies <laughs> out there, especially the ladies, yeah, or the guys who want to get a gift for your loved ones, uh, it's beautiful. It's amazing. And uh, read the blog about fear. Uh, it is, it kind of hit me today. Like, it's seriously, I kind of yeah. love that reading the whole thing. It's like, Things that the perception that we have over fear, you wrote it very well and uh, how they handle it, it is nice. Thank so, you're going to check out the blog also. Thank you so much, Maya. It's been a pleasure indeed having a chat with you. I really enjoyed this entire conversation. It's been Me almost too. an hour. I didn't feel it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yes, it has. Yeah. yeah oh, so by good. the way, I have one yes. more thing. Um, I'm actually working on a meditation um, that 
based on breathe. So I'm I Sylvia gave me a recording of uh, playing her piano, which I'm recording voc um like my vocals on as a meditation, which I'm going to release on my page soon, very soon. So yeah, you can stay tuned for that if if you guys want. So yeah. nice. See, everything <laughs> she she doesn't give up. She doesn't stop, man. The amount of yeah. feathers she has on her hat is like it's looking like a bird right now. <laughs> yes, a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. Singer, songwriter, musician, sessionist, performer, uh, entrepreneur, <laughs> environmentalist, uh, animal lover. I think there are two more. Yeah. What, what, else, what else did I miss out here? I think I, like, uh, and yeah, just, the list goes on. Like, the just list another on, human like. being who yes, loves it's, art well, <laughs> and music. A good, you're a great example yeah. to people out there. Great inspiration. Thank you so much, Maya. Thank you so much for joining in. And, Thank you uh, for, for having those, me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's my pleasure. Finally, a dream come through, chatting with uh, Maya Hanum. Finally, Yay. finally, after a very long time. Mm -hmm. So, And uh, all the links that you need to do, uh, know her uh, social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, music, Spotify, YouTube channels, whatever you want. I'm going to post it up on this particular page, so check it out. Yes. And the most important thing is, don't just check it out. Follow, like, share, subscribe, do whatever you need to do. All right, that's yeah. the most important thing. <laughs> Yes, Don't just please. like, oh, okay, I clicked. Hey, yeah, I clicked it. Check it out. Just follow, share. Share it with the world. Everybody needs yes. to know who is Each Maya like, Adam. each subscribe, each view makes a difference in an artist's life. So thank you in advance if you're going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, Maya. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Anything else you'd like to add on before we wrap things up? No, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me. And I hope to. I hope we get to hang out soon after all yeah, this. Yeah, hopefully soon. I just yeah. can't wait to hang around people. I need to see people. I need to see people face to face. <laughs> it's like I was just excited. Yes. AEW section kicked in and then boom, stop again. It's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. hopefully Saba, season. it's going to be okay. Saba. We'll get through this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Together. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Of, okay. Cool. Maya's also in a track called Okay. Yeah. I'm not, that was acting. So, that was yeah, Matthew McKelson's so track. So, I was just acting. Something <laughs> else. Can I see? Let's Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Maya. Thank you okay. very much. Bye now. Take care. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.